0: Hello and you're welcome to Ars Protect with me, John Morley. Coming up on the program today, we look at Calmore Abbey's move to biofuel with their CEO, Connor Coyne. If you want to get comment into the program, you can do in on our text and WhatsApp number. That's 86 38 335 Phone reception on 09177 0077. Email Protect at goibafm.ie. If you want to get more information on this initiative by IBI and Commission Amon, you can do so on asprotect.ie, where you can take the ecological footprint calculator. All this, plus lots, lots more coming up on Ars Protect. And a very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. Delighted to say I'm joined in studio by Conor Coyne, who is Kylemore Abbey's CEO. Conor, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for joining us on Irish to Protect. And there was some great news in Kylemore Abbey recently there, just last month, as he had this historic Connemara landmark uh, going green Kylemore Abbey takes strides towards sustainability. Talk to us about the partnership you've developed there in terms of going more sustainable in Kylemore Abbey.
1: Yeah. Hi, how are you? Yeah, so um, in Kylemore Abbey, I suppose we're in a never-ending journey to be more um, ecologically aware, more environmentally friendly and continuing our path in terms of sustainability. Um, last month, we... Um, we, we we move that on move that on a little step further by um transitioning our heating for our world famous neo gothic church and for our our three buses on the estate. We transition those to um hydrogenated vegetable oil or HVO for short. And for us that's a huge step forward in terms of um Cutting down by by approximately ninety uh, percent our carbon footprint from the operation of these, and in, in th- there has been a transition to some to uh, across the country to HVO in terms of in terms of buses in some instances, but it's a major transition to actually go for um for, for a heating solution for a major iconic building as well. So for us, not only is it important in terms of our, our carbon footprint on the estate, but more importantly, I think it's it's an opportunity for us to um, model behaviour and perhaps educate the over half a million visitors that come to Kylemore each year on operating um, a major estate in a very sustainable manner.
0: Because um, I suppose we're all pushing towards more sustainable solutions. Does it also help your pockets as well, or are you taking a hit to be more
1: sustainable? Well, I suppose um, anyone who's watching current affairs at the moment and particularly the geopolitical issues across the world would be aware that the price of oil and um, the price of diesel, petrol, etc., fluctuates hugely and um, has done so really since COVID. Um, so mo- the move to HVO in general is probably about a 10% uplift in terms of cost. But from time to time, when the price of uh, oil, oil goes up, it actually nearly, n- nearly breaks even. But in terms of a 10% uplift in terms of cost for us, it's an investment worth making because Um, we believe that it's incumbent on us all to to do whatever we can to uh, lessen our carbon footprint. Furthermore, I think what's important to say about hydrogenated vegetable oil, or HVO, it's not an end goal in itself. It's not the, uh, it's not the ultimate solution. It, it's a transition towards um, even more sustainable models in the future, whether that would be hydrogen cell or or electric or whatever the case may be. Um, for us to go electric with our buses is just a step too far in terms of cost. I mean, you'd be looking at about half a million a bus, and that's, that's probably something that's a, a little bit too far for us at this stage, but it's a very good first step in terms of kind of getting 90% of the, the way there at 10% extra cost.
0: And you're in a beautiful part of the county as well, immersed in nature. I know this is
1: part of a wider sustainability push you're doing there in Cairnmore Abbey. Very much so, actually. Um, uh, We we have a number of different initiatives um, which all come together towards being part of that that sustainable um, ethos that we have in Cairnmore, which is very much influenced by the Benedictine community and their ethos in terms of stewardship. Um, uh, in in Kylmore Abbey. So just to give you a few examples, over the last couple of years, we've totally eradicated the use of plastic bottles on the estate, and that's a reduction of 79,000 bottles per annum. Um, We have um, a a very major uh, winter-based program of the removal of invasive species, particularly uh, rhododendron, and that is to enable our um, historic oak woodlands to thrive and to flourish once more. Uh, We have a major tree planting program which happens annually and we're looking at planting a thousand trees over the next five years. Um, And very importantly for us, we have um, embarked on a partnership with the University of Galway um, where they conduct a a large amount of the field studies for their environmental programs on the estate in Kylemore and are enabling us to kind of put together a a biodiversity management program which we will use into the future. And and very interesting little projects they do there. For instance, they... um, they're, they're counting the, the, the amount of flora and fauna using infrared cameras, using ink, so on and so forth to find out our hedgehog population, our bat population, our deer population um, and the types of unique flora and fauna that we have in Kylemore um, and, and, and why that is important uh, in terms of the ecology in Connemara.
0: I'll go back to the biofuel again, because where did that actually come from, the the, the move towards it, or where did you hear about it, or how did it come about,
1: (laughs) It's an interesting story, actually. As they say in Galway, an awful lot starts at the Galway races. So um, we were at the Galway races last year, and uh, we were sitting at a table beside uh, the Sweeney Oil table, Um, and a few of us um, knew a few people at that table and had a bit of a conversation, had a bit of a chat, um, and it turned out that they were actually um, making available Hvo hydrogenated vegetable oil uh, to the Galway market so that started a conversation we followed up uh, that conversation with a series of emails and and calls um I'd be very um I'd be very very friendly with the owner of Sweeney oil John Sweeney so we started those conversations to see um whether there was an opportunity there for us we trialed it out in the first instance with one of our buses to see you know, would it work did it make it, did it make any negative impact and and the, the the results were fantastic um and then we just agreed to proceed um first of all with our bosses and then looking at uh the neo gothic church um and I think we're delighted as well to be able to be in partnership with another successful Connemara business in terms of Sweeney Oil, um, and doing something that may not be the, the first thing you'd think about when you're, when you think about fueling old buses or you think about fuel, uh, heat, heating old buildings, um, to, because we, we take great pride in being innovative and in enterprising in Kyle Moore. So the opportunity to work with a local partner to do something good. Um, not only for the environment but also to model model that, that example uh, to the half a million visitors that come to Conmore We thought it was a fantastic opportunity and we're delighted with our partnership with the Oil.
0: I know sometimes there can be problems with the electricity grid in terms of recent storm activity. Was that a factor in you moving towards the biofuel option to both uh, power your fleet and the church?
1: Yeah, well, not necessarily. I mean, um, we... Uh, the. Despite the fact that we were right in the, uh, we we bore a huge amount of the brunt of the recent storms. Um, The the major impact was the knocking down of dozens and dozens of trees across the estate. Electricity kind of flickered on and off, but it wasn't a huge issue. But we would, um, we would, in the long term, like to be in a position where we were, we're we're more um, reliant or dependent on the generation of electricity on site through the use of solar um, ground-mounted solar units or small solar farms unfortunately planning can be very very difficult for that um which is a bit of a conundrum because you're trying to go green and trying to go sustainable um but actually the kind of considerations around the environment for planning are kind of a, a yin and a yang to that but eventually we'll get there um but uh, so 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 in terms of the electric grid that's not really an issue but we uh, as i said we do hope to probably be, become a bit more self-sufficient in terms of electricity into the future
0: and do you, finally, do you have any advice for anyone considering uh, using biofuel in their business or in their home? Indeed, as well.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I know every business um, watches the bottom line and costs are always very, very imperative. But I will say that um, there's, uh, despite the fact you might you may have a small little bit of an uplift in the initial cost, and I do expect costs to go down as this becomes a bit a lot more popular into the future. Um, it is important to make a first step and it's not it's not a huge extra expense i'm sure there's efficiencies that can be driven elsewhere to enable it but if you do something like that, it becomes a bit of a, a, a bit of a milestone or a bit of a landmark for an organization and something very, very tangible that everybody within the organization can kind of grab onto and, and actually see that you're taking seriously the idea of sustainability and, and environmental protection. So I would really encourage it. Um, it's great that there's a, a local business that's able to provide such a solution. So I, I think it's all good. And it's, as I said, it's a transition towards what will be ultimately um, other, other solutions in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Time.
0: Connor Coyne, the CEO of Kyle Morabi, thank you for joining us on Irish to Protect. Thanks very much. And that is all from this week's edition of RS to Protect. Join us next Thursday at half past eleven for more environmental programming. <laughs> rs to protect brought to you by Galway Bay FM, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee. Check out rs for more info.